Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Talking with Apes podcast. This week, it is our 21st episode, and we are continuing our little mini-series about workers' rights. Last week, we tackled the issue of working from home, and this week, we followed that up with the four-day work week. So, uh, yeah, let's take it away. Where's my four-day working week? I'm tired of working <laughs> five days a week. You yeah. realize how little Saturday and Sunday is? Okay, we have strong opinions. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 <laughs> on our podcast, <laughs> I think we can agree that we would like to work less. And um, like, I have never worked for a company, but you have studied so. full time. Yes, and I think even like for students, it's even more intense. You usually study on Saturday too. You usually yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Most yeah. holidays is like preparation for it's exams. It's more than 40 hours a week. Probably. If you're doing full-time, yeah. But I split my last year, so it was a bit better. Which also gave me the, the possibility to do much more interesting yeah. work, I think. For some context, I personally work, work um, for 40 hours a week, full-time job. Um, I think I do too, but I think Tom I does honestly too. <laughs> you don't count the I hours. Nobody counts the hours <laughs> in a visitor. <laughs> Non-profit sector, yay. <laughs> but maybe, um, because actually you do immediately mention something, but uh, the maybe this is good to clarify, um, because there are at least two ideas of a, of a four-day work week. Uh, and I think for the purposes of this episode, we are going to be talking about, you know, four days of work, same productivity expected. Yes. Five days of same pay wage. Offered. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same pay, pay offered. offered. Because there is also the idea um, that you just take the hours of the fifth day and move them in the other ones, which gives you like ten-hour workdays for the other yeah. ones. And that's not really what we are talking that's about. That's really a different subject. Yes. And that's more applicable, really, in like more traditional workspaces, like factories. I've heard my uh, one of my friends working in Sweden. He works as a a uh, person in welding, mm -hmm. so the, the, their their factory offered, hey, if you want to do like four days, ten hours a day, go for it. We don't care. But that's like more flexible working, and we're talking about yeah. like a reduction of work exactly hours. So that's that's something important to clarify. We are talking about less work hours. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's also an interesting topic to discuss the other aspect of yeah. it, but. I think it really depends on the sector indeed. And let's, like, if we focus in on white collar jobs. I mean, we're not going to focus, focus on white collar jobs, but we are going to talk in the context of reducing the working uh, week hours. Yes. Um, the 40, 40 hours work week is the result of uh, labor movement. Like, if we want to start with some history, it used to yeah. be factories. Um, well, first it was farmers. Most of the people were working as farmers. Then the Industrial Revolution came along, blah, blah, blah. Exploitation happened. Exploitation happened. happened. Lovely, we put, we put children in coal mines. We made them work 12 Between hours. machines. Yeah. Finally, and children being useful. Weirdly enough, when you make people not sleep but only work, stuff goes wrong. Like yes. people die in machines. There was things. shitty practices. There was uh, uh, the business owners would... Uh, even rig the hour, the, the clocks. clocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really bad. So the labor movements, usually, what, like through a lot of activism and through a lot of work and through a lot of fights, strikes, strikes, um, eventually managed to limit the the working week to forty hours a week. 
So that's where we are right now. It it that was a big victory at the yes. time because and it came in increments. It was not like one big solution. Like first concepts got cemented in law, but bargaining power wasn't strong enough to make them hard. It also started with like limiting the hours a day and then yeah. Later the concept of like a weekend was invented of like five days a week um yeah. instead of What is it the concept just that the hours? um 888 so 8 hours of leisure 8 hours of sleep 8 hours of work for yeah for 5 days a week that's the idea that's the general thing it turns on and then yeah capitalism went global and basically the a majority of the world I mean, yeah, and especially white stopped being farmers things. people stopped owning their own bit. like my father um work on his own little uh metal shop uh workshop so he wasn't really like required by anyone to do eight hours a day. And I think it's the same for self-standing, like yeah, for people I mean, who are freelancers. Yeah, I mean, if you go back further than that, most farmers yeah. did not work eight hours a exactly. day. Exactly. Like they, they just had times in the year when they worked a lot and then they the had seasons. times in the year. Yeah, it all depended on the seasons. It all depended on the work that needed to be done in that moment. And I think that's also an important aspect if we're talking about working and also something that we discussed last time it's really important to see that your work is valuable and i think a big part about going towards a four-day work week and reducing those hours is cutting out a lot of invaluable work the farmer sees that the hours that he spends are valuable and that's why he doesn't work when there's no work to be done when you say invaluable work you mean not valuable bullshit work like yeah, non-work yeah. like having a meeting for five hours about whether you should yeah. like change the name of your company even though that's nothing that concerns your department like yeah if we want to get right into it like the experiments that have been done so like in Iceland and in like um, some Scandinavian countries um have been like one of the st one of the things that we just uh, heard about was trying to do the four days working week through cutting off all of the extra things the meetings the unimportant tasks and just focusing on the normal tasks and that's one way of doing it yeah the interesting thing is that those experiments find that there seems to be a reoccurring thing happening. I'm, I'm not going to speak in too much in facts because I think there hasn't been like an overarching study uh, on the various experiments. But f from uh, what we saw uh, come back time and time again, um, it works very well in or, or it has a one effect in administrative jobs, in white collar jobs, and another one in more like labor like very physical jobs yeah. so what nursing we nursing homes doctors they bus actually, drivers it doesn't increase productivity in those sectors um or it doesn't improve the, the it doesn't decrease costs it, it's straight up you have to hire more people because it's not like doctors are doing a lot of non-work at the moment probably it's they would benefit from having a day off probably their happiness would increase etc and they might do their job a bit better but you still need around the clock um people present at like and an emergency and you have a very uh, service example too of hospital. public transport for example it's also it runs well. on saturday and sunday yeah how do you do that well you hire more people is that profitable no it, no. it costs more to do that because exactly. you give people more time off and then uh, but then on the other side you have the one where 
it is more the ideal capitalistic situation where boss and worker agree um, because administrative jobs do tend to have a lot of bullshit non-work crammed into them with this nine to five mentality, being at the office, being present, even though there's nothing to do at the moment. And that's where there is indeed a reduction in cost, uh, an uh, an increase in productivity when you let those people just do the job, the the work they, they have to do in a shorter amount of time, not requiring them to be present. Yeah, from our uh, research, we, we've noticed like a very distinct, two, two very distinct uh, situations. One is when your work has a lot of extra to it that can be cut off, like in the bullshit office job, Yeah, and work that you have to be present. You can't, for a bus driver, there is no extra meetings, there is no bullshit part of the job. For a nurse or for a doctor, they can't just do less work that is extra. Yeah, also if you if you work in a restaurant, if you're a waiter, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you're either waiting tables or, or you're, you're not. not. And you can't just speed it up and do more tables in yeah. like less hours. That's just a fact. Okay, so let's tackle first the one with the office jobs. Um, you know, on risk of being a bit self-interested here. That's my job. I work in, <laughs> in IT. Um, why do we not have a for four days working week yet. If it's that simple of just cutting cutting off the fat, the stupid I extras. Think, I think in IT, it's to some extent the fact that reorganization also costs time and money. Yeah. Like it's, I think a lot of companies would maybe see the value in it, but even a big company like the one you work in, like you work in the harbor of Antwerp, it would require a lot of structural reorganization. HR would have to put in a lot of work, a lot of hours to make that work for everyone to get schedules. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole thing. And I think it might come, but like there is some apprehension there. It's a bit like automation. Yes. It's very cool once it's installed and once it works and once you have educated the staff to use it, but it can take a while. Short term wise, we don't want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's con- some resistance. <laughs> Contrary to what you know is always like you portrayed, capitalists don't necessarily want just immediately change everything in their company when because they might think it's it saves some money. There's still a lot of like mm, because it, it's more based, I think, also to a certain extent on mistrust of the of their workforce. Yeah, because like, is this going to? Are they still going to be as productive when they do this? There's a little bit of like that. I mean, tech that, working from that home. That is a driving We've factor. We talked about it last week. Like, if it wasn't for the pandemic, no, the the they they were forced to experiment. Yeah, and in 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 this uh, on this topic as well, like we see a lot of the experiments are spearheaded by governments compensating yep. wages. Uh, and they testing it in their yeah. like public departments, for yeah. example, in the Iceland, entire Iceland the government thing. Depar- department. Yeah, yeah. 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 And there is a list of 100, like I find one list of like 150 companies. It's mostly tech companies and consultancy, like the white yeah. collar sector. Um, and I mean, guess who is in that list? It's a, you really it's want a, us to guess? It's a, co- it's a company we all love. <laughs> I mean, I know Google? which because he told me about it. Close, it's Amazon. Amazon is in it. Oh. Um, so yeah, but I doubt uh, it's, for the people in the it's not big warehouses. No, it's not. And also one of the points that is actually pretty interesting is, okay, we as like a society, 
um, if we work a bit less, is that going to hurt us in the way? Do, is that going to create any scarcity? I think that's, that's important to point out that it's not. We have more than enough. We produce enough and we would still produce enough if yeah. we work less. Um, we have also automation, uh, which is something that is... Yeah, in, in, like yeah that's a whole new topic in this regard, right? It, because it is, automation it is an can replace people to some extent. actually important because like, in the current capitalistic way of looking at things, you're not really like into automation because it costs money. Um, it's like you as a worker too, as a laborer, you're afraid of losing your job, so you're afraid of automation. But in a system where you still get to keep uh, working, you, you, get, you get your basic stuff, you get your pay fully, like take it to its logical conclusion. I think the four days working week, at least in a socialist context or a left-leaning context, is a step towards less work in general, even the three days working week, a two days working week. I think where automation and robotics and stuff also come in very interestingly is when you look at those blue collar job because jobs, because yes, you can't speed up waiting tables, but you can get a robot who will clean the restaurant after you're done and you yeah, definitely. gain yeah. three hours. Exactly. I mean, in factories, like, like factories, it is very, like, I've looked into it. Automation at factories is, like, already a big deal. of Like, most of the workers is just operating machinery. This machinery can be automated also using software, but it's too much trouble right now. You also have the labor movements, like the unions, pushing very heavily against that, which I get from a blue it's collar. A, and that's a historical trend. Like, yeah. when steam-powered uh, weaving machines came, for example, to, to, yeah. to name a, a, a very local uh, That's a very example. classic example. Yeah, when they came to Flanders, um, a lot of workers attacked those things because they were taking jobs. Yeah. Um, of obviously, you know, if you need a wage to survive, under yeah. if, you, if you live in a society which constantly threatens you work or else starve, lose your yeah. home, yeah. all these things, <coughs> then, yeah, you are... It is a big mentality. So you either look at things in the lenses of, okay, like unemployment is bad and that's it. There is no universal basic income. There is no guarantee of survivorship. In that case, you will always hate automation. Always. Um, but from us, if you look at it from the lenses of, okay, we, we will still offer you the, your full pay. We will still offer you your health care. We will still offer you your house and food. Then... Working Hell less. yeah, bring in yeah. that machine. Yeah, I mean, I think we see it already in household. Like, for example, I, I talked to a woman the other day. She has four children now, and she loves all the robots, all the things she can get for cleaning, because otherwise this wouldn't be possible for her to do. And I think, like, also the, the amount of housework, I read an article the other day, went down with... 18 hours a day because of things like a washing machine, a fridge, yeah, of mostly, course. and and the dishwasher. Like that's like so much time yeah. gained, yeah. and yeah, it's weird. It, we would it would we be do weird embrace to, it if yeah. we if we see that it only brings us benefits. It is it is not like a human nature to mistrust or not want machinery yeah, to exactly. replace us because yeah. we obviously love it in the situations you just mentioned. Yeah. The so only problem is the threat of starvation, basically, and homelessness. Yeah. If you don't get a job, um you won't you won't get 
to your money. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the important things. Like eventually, if you take it like the whole forward, like to go back to the point, the four days working week is, do you look at it as a, as an amendment to capitalism as we have it right now? Or do you look at it as a first step towards maybe something that is radically different? But, and, but see, that's the interesting thing because I think the, the paradigm dynamic, excuse me, is very important, but the automation thought, or at least the promise of automation to a public, mm -hmm. Is not a necess is not solely a leftist thing. It's it's been oh, no, widely not. used because there's like um, people like Benjamin Franklin, uh, John Stuart Mill, and even Nixon promised like, oh, we'll have to w in the future we'll have to work like um, uh, four days a week or uh, or even less. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as a factory owner, if you what, what would you prefer? Would you prefer to pay these fucking workers forever, or would you rather invest one time in this robot and that's it? Not to get like a very base, like this is a, a gross oversimplification of the issue. But yeah, yeah. the like the capitalist point of view is to, okay, this is eventually going to cut costs. That's it. Um, yeah. You make your investment back. Wages are still the biggest investment in any industry. Yeah. It's the biggest cost, you mean? Yeah, the biggest cost, sorry. Yeah. Paying people is a lot, especially in a, in a more um, benefits-oriented economy like Belgium. Um You, they have to offer you healthcare. They have to offer you a lot of things. Yeah, and um, I mean, they don't have to offer you healthcare. They don't. All no. oh, right, that's that's government provided, right? Sorry. Yeah, it's different. Uh, but anyways, the, um, they have to offer you a decent minimum wage that you can live off of. They have to provide a lot of pension, like savings, etc., yeah. etc. Their, their wages are expensive. That's why a lot of people move things overseas, yeah. right? Like that's also an issue when it comes to these things. Like yes. do we install automation to take over jobs? Or do we or hire do a couple of Indians and we pay it very low wages? Yeah. Yeah. Them. Be, well, yeah. Pay, many. pay it. <laughs> pay it. Pay <laughs> the Indians two euros. <laughs> um, okay. So like from the capitalist point of view, When it comes to white collar, uh, when it comes to blue collar jobs, factory jobs, bus drivers, it's, it's usually yeah, they're usually pretty much meh because this is at at worst for the from the capitalist point of view is oh I have to hire more people, which means more costs, labor which again, cost. big cost in any industry, hence yeah, and in the white collar section, nice. it's like. Best case scenario, I get to have maybe an increase in profit long-term wise, but short-term wise, I have to invest in a lot of time of changing things right now. But chances exist. Chances I exist. have to, uh, like we pay them less, but they work more efficiently yeah. and more efficient work. And like Tom said, profit. it's worth netting. It's never the capitalists initiating. It's always the government initiating and usually like a pretty progressive leaning government. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. But you did mention Amazon. So how is it with Amazon? Did they just like, is it their research department? Like, yeah, yeah, why yeah. They like the list that? is all for like the consultancy jobs, the tech jobs. So the experiments tend to also be in those sectors. Again, when they are in the more blue collar uh, sectors, Tends to be government experiments, etc. Um, I mean, it's also, of course, like this regarding making more profits with these um, programs. I think a big incentive for companies to do it is also retaining talent, like yeah, yeah, lowering turnover. 
So you don't have to educate as many people. You don't have to um, deal with a lot of new people coming in and negotiating very harshly for hey, wages. Now, right that now, are, if a company is offering four days working week with the same wage, you bet I'm going to go look for a job there. It's going to be a very competitive working place. It's the same with working from home, actually. Like, a lot of companies cannot afford to require you to be at the office, at least in IT. Not anymore, because the status quo have shifted to... Yeah, but also in IT, it's mostly like... Like, IT is also quite a broad field. I, I'm oh, yeah, noticing yeah, now me looking for jobs where I'm also looking at some IT jobs. They do require you to be in the office most of the time because it's more of a front-end uh, yeah, but as, a, as an individual, if if that's really important to you, working from home, you're gonna be looking for places where you can, where you get the offer of working from home. And I'm just saying, there's not that many offers in my field, even though it's in the IT sector. Fair, but like you know, the point is that I'm trying to make is we should push for that. Like from the capitalist point of view, from the company point of view, is if I want to attract that kind of talent. I can offer this. And a four-day work week would be like an Some, extra yeah, step in that. Indeed. Mm-hmm. In, like if you're lo- trying to look, yeah, yeah, like, like it's no secret that we here are pretty like, have a pretty, um, what's the word? Anti-capitalist <laughs> um, approach to things. <gasps> Scandalous. Yeah. Like, but let's look at it from the, because we have to acknowledge that we live in a pretty capitalistic society. Our governments um, in Western Europe, let's say, are, at best, centrist. Yeah, yeah. At worst, um, right wing, very commercially focused. Yeah. So very much yeah, see liberal, you as a consumer, liberal. neoliberal. Neoliberals. Neoliberal, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have to look at our own context, and I think it's 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 worth talking about. And I like, I I, I still it 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 makes me very uncomfortable that it's two literally separate issues when it comes to blue color and white color because. We could like be fighting for four days working week in the white collar section. Yeah, but, but I think that's the that's kind of the reason also why we pick in on it, or or at least for me, um, the discussion heavily focuses at the moment, or is always at the office, at the, at the office, at the, at the administrative jobs, which that's fine. But the capitalists will talk about that because it helps them as well. So I think the, the focus, if it's, if it's required by law to work four days a week. Of course, you're not going to have different rules for factory and office. That's just straight up classism. Yes, but like you... So fighting for a, I mean, like fighting for a four days working week in the office will eventually also lead. But maybe there is a difference. The, the ideal shouldn't be to fight for something so specific as a four day work week. It should be to fight for a reduction in work hours in general towards this Nobody is obligated to work under the threat of yeah. But now you're becoming etc. Yeah, yeah. Abstractly uh, speaking, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, food being a human right, etc. Universal basic income, having the freedom to choose how much and and what kind of work they want to do, and I think that's the interesting thing to to take as a as a goal as like a mm. direction the end goal and then you can think of like how do we get there and which steps make sense to get there yeah um and you would like to see a reduction in both of them then you then you are treating both equally because you're not obsessed with just trying to increase profits for in this one element okay but like maybe let's take an example of um 
something that is not very profit oriented, like where you work, Tom. Um, yes. Would like would well, you maybe s- let's explain where he works, right? You work. Yeah. Yes. So I work in a social cultural center, and we basically support uh, citizens that come with initiatives like, "Hey, we want to start a garden together," or "We want to." Um, host the debate on this uh, and you're officially uh, a subject. Yes, yes. So judicially, that's a very like close something to the ideal version. Let's say that yes. same approach is in a company where profit is not that big a deal. Would you be able to do your job in four days a week? I would do less because I f- find I take on as much as I can because I like to do the things I do. I don't clock out like there's not a pile of papers that need to be worked through it's a it's a number of projects we take on that needs to be done i personally take on that i like to work on and i that we want to do and have finished and when they are done i take the next one i could work for days a week then just less projects would get done um that is an option but because i like what i'm doing because i agree with the goals um i put in you know the amount. Some extra work, but like, would it like would it be nicer to have someone else and like have more leisure time and like have someone to support when you're not available? Like, you know what I mean? What I'm talking about is like, I mean, yeah, I think definitely more people could, for example, be um, like take clim- climate change yeah. as an example. Like, obviously, more people could be working on things like that. More people could be uh, working on both informing the public, um, you know, hosting, more people could be uh, involved in hosting debates, you know, uh, okay. making politicians accountable in that sense. Um, definitely, that would make my job less stressful. If I wouldn't have to, if there wouldn't always be a next problem for me to do, that would be nice, yes. I do think you are also in a very specific position, though, where you're already not working towards getting more profit or anything and i feel like a lot of the projects you do take on are choices you also have a say in like you have yeah. a say in which projects you take on which yeah. is crazy for like which is not I mean, what no that's is yeah, the yeah. situation like, in most I'm companies trying to make an analogy to like what if there is a soci- socialist society where we do own the means of production but we still do need to do production we yeah. still need to produce food we still need to produce uh but like, we still need to have people who collect garbage. We still need to have people who are doctors and nurses. And uh, yeah, but like those people would also, in their free time, have more time to help initiatives like where Tom is working. Right? Like Tom was doing this job basically before he was being paid yeah, to do it. True. Yeah. So it, it was basically a hobby that became his main source of income. Not a and hobby, a volunteer project, I would say. Well, yeah, but like. That general, I don't know, hobby. It's not like he had other hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> I do. He reads. Yeah, I watch the Yes, <laughs> but you know, and like, I like to play. It was it was already taking up a, a big yeah. part of your free time. So it, the 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 borders are quite blurred. But I think, like even something silly like packing pad- packages, right? Like taking the Amazon worker. Um, I think if that person would get the same pay or probably more pay, like a good living wage and (laughs) like we're going already quite utopian here, quite far from the reality, but like, let's take the Amazon worker. He's getting a good wage and he's working four days a week instead of five. Um, I think 
that he would probably see a lot of a lot more value in the work that he's doing because like he's not feeling shitty about the situation he's in so he has more like oh yeah on his individual level he'll be great yeah too. and like but even like from Amazon's perspective like are they still gonna get enough packages packaged well I think that's where automation comes in for blue collar jobs I don't see how it would work otherwise that I is do fair that is fair but like. I do think considering, because we, I, I think we should consider the technology we already have. Like the, um, agriculture is a, is a beautiful example of that because compared to before the industrial revolution, etc., a extremely small percentage of our population provides all of us with food. Like the, the amount of people that are active in agriculture is a fraction of the workforce and that used to be like 80% of the workforce. Like yeah, the industrial times. Exactly, yeah. So they, there is not that much work to that is necessary, you know, to, to survive us. As a, for us, as, as for all of us to, to yeah. have food, water. And then the other work we want to, because we like we computers. Want to thrive we thrive as li- humanity, yes. as a civilization. All the stuff, all, we, we like stuff. We like stuff. And it's, yeah, you know, it's usually like you get that argument of, yeah, but under a, uh, a not capitalistic society, nobody will want to work in IT. But they will or want nobody- to because, as you have described many times, you kind of like to puzzle with code. You yeah, like to like, find. I the would like to point out things. Wikipedia. I would like to point out a million, a million open source free yeah. projects out there that basically make the world run. Like your Android phone that you're listening to, or you're listening to podcasts on that phone, that is a, a distro of Linux. Linux is a free software, free operating system that yeah. ha- that makes no money, and it was started by by just a good person in uh, Finland, I think, Linus. Yeah. So, and if like, you think those are like the tech, like hipster people with their weird ideas, I mean, I don't think of what, like. Obviously, there are people that like to build, like, for example, buildings and yeah. bridges. Like, yeah. they like construction. Now yeah. imagine those people when they could choose their own boss, when they have a say in actually which jobs yeah. they take on, how much they all get paid themselves. And they and have enough leisure time to and de-stress. Enough, yeah. And again, like, even when the Amazon worker will enjoy that he can order packages online, so he will, like... Be yeah. happy that that exists and yeah, not yeah. feel I mean, shitty. Like, we're not, we like stuff. I like getting my stuff delivered. Yeah, like yeah. we all do, I think. And if no, and let's be okay. Let's be a bit pessimistic. Imagine nobody likes the actual job of like moving those stupid little boxes in a warehouse. Okay. We can choose as a society to say, okay, but we want an we want a delivery system because that would make our society better and yeah. we would all enjoy that. So maybe we give a financial incentive. To those people, yeah. where certainly the Amazon worker, because they would have a shitty job, Quote would unquote. also like they are doing. They are doing something that nobody wants to do. It's not the most fun. It's yeah. like garbage collecting. It yes. already has that sort of financial benefit. And to then it. they get they get actually Europe, get the higher least. wage yeah. instead of threatening people with starvation and homelessness. Offer them a positive feedback. Offer yes. them a reward for doing something that is. 
a bit of a sacrificial role. Yeah. And weirdly, the garbage person then suddenly becomes one of the better paid people in the society. The garbage collector. The person. garbage collector. Not so the yeah. garbage person. That is because in Dutch we say vile man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, we, but that's not a very good word, to be honest. I mean, it's the garbage man, basically, is what we say in Dutch. You don't yeah, say like it. the sand man. Yeah, like <laughs> the sand man. And the milk man. <laughs> that show is so gay, by the way. <laughs> the Sandman uh, review sand next man. episode. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, we we the are tackling the analysis. most political things. <laughs> I am a dream of the endless. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about his monarchical structure here. <laughs> I mean, that dude is not a good socialist. Let me say that. <laughs> he is he is basically a tyrant. Yeah, that's absolute monarchy for you. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's let's get back to the waking <laughs> let's world. Circle back. Um yeah, no, like if we take this if we if we ta- if we see the general reduction as like what what we want happening over time and a utopian society as an end. Regardless, we will never have a real utopia. We can only get infinitely more close to it. We'll never probably achieve it. There will always Nothing be a will be problem. Perfect, but we want to at least have something better. Exactly. Um, um, for, the, for the whole of society, not just for a couple of people who are making money of us. Yes. And then, that's the point. Um, and I think genuinely a four days working week, even in its most lukewarm... Um, Form like even if it was, even if we fool the capitalists just for a moment into making us work four days and okay, you get more money, you get more profits. Yeah, you. This we are doing this not as a step. We are doing this as something to make you make more money. If we can get to that point, I think that's a win. We have to fake a defeat here. <laughs> but I will say that one of the more complicated things is it's it's kind of similar to the automation question because also like in automation like it is nicer to work less and have the same production. But we have to think of people who will lose their job, people who work in blue colors who might be affected negatively by this. By automation or by... By automation and by um, the... shorter work? Yeah. How would they be negatively affected? Because from the capitalist point of view, they're like, oh shit, Um, we are actually not making more money. We are not making more profits. Ah, yeah. I'm going to have to cut costs. But I think there is the, there is the, the obstacle that unions will face. And that is to link the, uh, reduction, uh, of the work, uh, of working hours of white collar jobs with blue collar jobs to basically tell the capitalist, you can have a profit increase in the white collar ones. But you will have but to. The capitalist is not but the one other entity. capitalist will have to deal with this. No, but see, that's the beauty of it. They aren't, and that means you can pitch them against each other, which unions in the past have done sometimes. You can because the state is one entity. Yes, the state is one entity. You yeah, well, can, it's, it's it's an entity made of parties elected. So yes, they are different parties with different mentalities. Yes, but the state as like an institutional collective is is roughly one thing. It makes one set of laws True. normally. If you live in a <laughs> traditional nation state, um, asterisks attached to everything we say. By the yes. way, it's it's there is always and there's always nuance. Welcome to like history yeah. and sociology and anthropology. It's it's. What what never what, black what and part white. of the Belgian state are we in right now when we're discussing these laws? Is that federal or is I that would say Flemish that's federal. Or? 
Provence. <laughs> it's actually double because and uh, because of course it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't take Belgium as yeah, an example uh, because we have a system that is hideously complicated. Yes. Let's forget for a moment. Yeah, about I, I was the, just the wanting the to small, make a point I'll about say, Belgium being weird. I'll say federal because they're the ones that actually still control it at the moment. Yes, but like we have one set of laws that apply yes. to the territory of Belgium and all companies in Belgium. When it comes to labor laws, when it comes to yes, laws, labor it's laws, federal law. Um, so the state will write a law say, and they can discriminate because that is unconstitutional. They can say, oh, only white colors up yeah. can work this many hours and then the other ones, that's, that wouldn't fit. Um, so you would have to make a law that just lowers the work week yeah. and the capitalist can, like parts of so of, if, of we will if we if we convince enough it, of the bourgeoisie, if we convince the white color, um, yeah, the people. white color bourgeoisie. Yeah, if we I'm convince sure them to do that, we are like, w- w- is that a victory? Yes, I think so because also less time on working and actually making profits for the bourgeoisie. And more time for organizing. Exactly. More time for volunteering. More time for yeah, and more time for mental health. More time also. to take care of yourself. More time to be able to think about your place in society. I think also the pandemic again have proved like like I. This is one of my fo- most favorite things about the pandemic. It really has given the time to a lot of people to rethink their place in the world yeah. and yeah, and also more times to wrap your head around. Things like climate change, yes. which then can further progress in other like regards. Like that is a tangible difference we have felt after the pandemic. A lot of people became way more engaged yeah. in their societies, in their local communities. And there was a massive amount of burnout. This is not positive. It leads to a positive. There was a massive amount of burnout because of how some countries dealt with the pandemic. And it made people, like you said, like a change. They, uh, they con- reconsidered their place in like society and life and yeah. the world. And a lot a and this forces kind of a bunch of companies to think of how can we still try and hold on to these people and maybe need to make the job a bit more attractive. To, yeah. Yes. Yeah. To and now, and now you have, have the the whole yes. thing with like the the quiet quitting, which which yes. is like a whole phenomena that came out of that, right? I mean I don't I I, I hate the term. Th- let's be clear. To, I hate is, putting a term to it because it is so, not quitting in any way. You yeah. are basically saying, I will do my job. Yes. yes. It's sad that it's called quitting, but keep doing it. Keep doing it, but take, you know, just keep doing it in the sense of take care of yourself at the workplace. Do not, for any reason, quote unquote, go above and beyond. You do not need to go above and beyond. You are not paid to go above and beyond. Unless you are doing something that you really like, unless you are feeling engaged in your workspace, unless that you get thanked unless you get feedback unless people care about you at your workplace you don't need to go above and beyond you know who can yeah. go above and beyond the people I know from a cooperative printing press there like you go. The, the printer they can do it because it's basically their own job at the line yes but for all the others you know always remember you are putting money in somebody else's pockets like and ma- making the boss get another BMW is not gonna make your life better it's you might think it is just <laughs> but you it's not. keep that in mind when considering how much work you do like just just yeah. for your own health as well i would like i would also like really to remind ourselves like we are facing a burnout pandemic we ha- we i know at least 3 people who have faced like serious burnouts and had to stop working for couple of years how many of those are sitting at this table <laughs> <laughs> none <laughs> 
But uh, well, that was not a word. I was studying, but still. What I'm trying to say is that we need to also take care of ourselves as a society. Like we need to stop burning out people just so a bunch of people can make more money. But and a four days working week is a step toward that. And you are right. It's a leverage because those early gains the workers' movement had, they came about when there was not that much labor available on the market and companies needed labor. Yes. When that is the yeah. case, you have you're in a stronger position to bargain. So I would, you know, urge every person. I think it's fair to say there is nothing freely it. given. The capitalists will no. not give you anything for free. You have to create your own leverage. And if that means striking, if that means um, trying to... Hey, if it means quitting your job and only taking the job that offers you what you need, that's that's what it is. I mean, it, of course, that is easily said living in Europe, working in IT. <laughs> but it's more easily said than done. Yeah. But eventually, even, even in, in... I don't know, like... Of course, I am talk like I can only take talk out of my personal experience. But at least in principle, when the collective comes together, and if that's the idea of of a strike, if you at a factory you just stop stop working and until you your demands all agree get met, that you stop working, yes, then then you have leverage, and that's something that is we 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 do we would do well to remember because. Without leverage, there's like, unfortunately, it's very difficult to change things. Things don't just change because even even on a, on a politics level, it's very difficult to get your voice to the politicians and then from the politicians to do like actual societal change. Yeah. So you need to create your own leverage and you need to stand up for yourself. Also for like, for salaries, for these things. You need to talk about with your colleagues about salaries. You need to... Talk to your manager about don't don't play the whole corporate ladder game. At yeah. least at least in like from my personal experience, that's always a losing game. You can push for your own leverage. Yeah, I think like also websites like Fishbowl and stuff yes. are pretty good in invent like inventions where pe like it's an uh, a website where you can go share your own wage and then you can see like other yeah. people see what they earn see what kind of fields they work in and it helps to create more transparency in that field and it can also make you maybe we consider the company you're working for and it puts pressure on companies yeah. to and give fair wages. it's not just on your own individual level. Even if nothing changes, even if you don't get a better salary, as a society, you start breaking down these stupid things we have built. Like, for example, in Belgium, apparently it's taboo, quote-unquote, to talk about your salary with your colleagues. Why is that taboo? That is taboo because it's something that has been encouraged by workers or, like, employers to... Um, discourage people from talking about their salaries so they can pay you less. So these things that become societal taboos can also yeah. start changing if you become more transparent. Yeah, and unless you, you make like a billion like fucking Jeff Bezos, you don't need to be ashamed for earning more. You should share that with your coworkers because that way they can also stand up for their rights. Yes. Like I think it, it goes both ways, right? And like all er And then all of you can earn more. Yes. What? Definitely. 
Okay, I think I we've, think we've talked pretty about, much discussed yeah. this topic and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope uh, you maybe look on Fishbowl or get some better working rights understanding of what yeah, your situation is. Yeah, discuss with your co-workers. Like, yeah, what's exactly. the situation? What do they feel like? What do you feel like? What is possible? Yeah. Talk to a union In representative. Experiments, it was left to the departments to talk about how are we going to do the four days working week if we are going to do it. Yeah. It was left up to the departments. So it's also, it's also worth mentioning that Maybe like one top-down solution from the government to just require uh, a four days working week where Friday is now a weekend. Maybe that's not the best solution. In the end, I think workers' autonomy here is the is the approach yeah. that we need to take this with. Whether it's working from home, whether it's less yeah. working hours, you we need to give some autonomy and power back to the worker. Yeah, and also it that way it's adaptable it's it's Flex, fluid like yeah. you can say okay maybe um the it department doesn't work on a friday and uh, uh the sales people don't work on a monday like yeah. you can figure things out but yeah it grows into its natural exactly. like organic uh, hab habitat like, like what one of it the needs. challenges is okay but like take for example the port of antwerp it's a huge organization trying to like enforce something like this top down is extremely challenging But if you treat each department as its own entity yes. with its own autonomy and let it organically do its thing, you will find that it's it's much easier to let these things work without having to worry so much about scheduling. And uh, Yes. Yeah. And especially in white-collar jobs, like yeah. we said, like profits even shipping. stay the same yeah. and people are happier people have more time for their family people have more time for themselves it's a no-brainer it's yeah it's a no-brainer so you so. know be confident and right. talk like about it, it also with your colleague like the Do first it. step to the about these things is share this podcast so they can hear about this <laughs> yes this is the first step Shame in your activism <laughs> share our podcast and uh, honestly just talk about it talk to your colleagues talk to your boss talk like most people like their bosses most people even don't know who their boss is your boss is not your immediate manager your boss is the ceo of the ceo of the ceo the manager of the manager of the manager that's someone you probably never talk to if you work in a bigger company when you're talking white collar um so it's also okay to talk to your like immediate manager about these things talk about it casually mention it um don't don't make it awkward don't make it such a big thing and if you do that you start building um, more knowledge and um, awareness when it comes to your colleagues and your local community of workers and yes, yes. You know, i'm not saying just go and make a union like just talking sometimes is is the first building block but yes. go and make a union, but yeah, if you go don't make have a union or join a union if you're not and also like i think For someone coming out of their studies, I think what's also really important is to create that already while your children are in school. So, like, if you have children, maybe talk to them about these these rights as well, so they don't overwork themselves. I think Thomas had a burnout studying. Yes. I've had a burnout in my studies, yeah. um, and I think this work ethic affects us before we even join the workforce. So, yeah. I think that's also as a little asterisk to this or a big one. This kind of also applies to studying and to the whole classical higher education system and education system. So if you are not in a workplace yet, like a wage laborer, you are also consider taking this up you. with uh, yes. with your college or a university because yeah. you the way we still structure our exams, the way we structure our diplomas, it's very. Um, Yeah, and like, don't feel bad if you have to do a class over because you 
you didn't manage to do everything perfectly. Like, take your time. It is. It can be a very nice time of your life if you if you don't feel guilty all the time I about mean, not like, working yourself to death. We're talking about 40 hours at a week is a lot. I think it's fair to say that most students work way more than 40 hours a week. Like, It really depends on the study. Some studies are like you either don't work or you work 24-7, basically. On, on average, though. Yeah, you yeah. Like take, you take work a lot. Take the exam period and you take everything together. It's it's extremely intense, and we are just not meant to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, we hope to see you next week. I don't think we figured out the topic quite yet. Not yet, but, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep we you posted. We are looking on a few subjects. And also let us know if there is something you would like us to talk about. Uh, see you then. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe. Yes, subscribe, Bye. like, and share with everyone.